we've always had this thing like like we're in it for the long term you know like we're always like you see the big picture yeah family yes like the the big picture has been very clear to us and the way we've always looked at it is like you can do all the shit you want to do you can fight but like we all know that we have to deal with it like because each of us are there in the in the bigger scheme of things the truth is no one's really sure who invented the first skateboard but we are pretty sure that skateboarding in and of itself has something to do with surfboarding Indeed, back in the 50s, skateboarding was referred to frequently as sidewalk surfing. But what's more interesting about skateboarding is the culture that's emerged from it and surrounding it in more recent years. For about a decade and beginning in the early 90s, that culture was heavily centered around a single magazine with endorsements and partnerships with DC Shoes and a hold on the skateboarding universe that was so strong that obituaries were written when it went out of publication. Big Brother Magazine. The editor-in-chief of the magazine, Dave Carney, had an impact that reached beyond the skateboarding community into pop culture itself. He's credited with having coined the term bromance, a portmanteau of the words brother and romance. The term was later popularized in films and shows like The Hangover and Boy Meets World and Wedding Crashers. Now, there's a very rich debate to be had and that is being had about whether we even need the term whether a term is needed to describe a non-sexual relationship between two or more men. But while the talk on bromance makes for a juicy intro, and while it does tie into the story that you're about to hear, it's not what this podcast is about. Welcome to the first ever episode of The Human Project. I'm your host, Pedro Da Silva. The Human Project is a podcast that's all about people, who we are and why, who, what, where makes us who we are. It's a story that operates with a single basic premise, that everyone has a story. Some stories are painful, others are funny, others are, well, more than a little bit interesting, but at the end of the day, every single person has a story worth telling. The stories you're about to hear are from people from all walks of life. Some are friends of mine, some are acquaintances, some are strangers. This season, though, they all have one thing in common, and that's that, like myself, they can all trace their origins, usually through their parents, to somewhere outside of the United States, or somewhere outside of where they are now. They're first gen, immigrants and children of immigrants, but at the end of the day, there's something deeper that ties them together, something deeper that ties all of us together. And if you listen closely, if you pay attention, you might notice that thing that's hard to put into words, that thing that makes us all human. Before we move on though, a quick note. If you like this podcast, or even if you just like the idea of it, odds are someone else probably will too. So take two seconds, leave a five-star review, become a subscriber. That's how we build momentum for this, and it goes a lot further than you think. Thanks so much for tuning in and for being part of this. Now for the main event. One of the hardest parts of this was figuring out which story to tell first. This first episode, you'll be hearing a conversation I had with one of my best friends, Ravon. My first question to him was, tell me about someone you love. This was his response. Um, I think I love my brother a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, of course I love my parents a lot, but I think I'll talk about my brother. Uh, yeah, it's so like, he's always been like a, 
ब्रदर स्लैश पेरेंट फिगर ही इज लाइक फाइव इयर्स ओल्डर देन मी सी ही इज ऑलवेज बीन लाइक अहेड ऑफ मी लाइक यू नो इज ऑल द थिंग्स आई एम सपोज टू डू लाइक यू नो लाइक यू जस्ट हैव अ कन्वर्सेशन अबाउट द स्ट्रक्चर ऑफ आवर लाइफ लाइक हाउ एवरीथिंग इज सो सिस्टमाइज्ड एंड स्ट्रक्चर्ड सो इन दैट स्ट्रक्चर ही इज ऑलवेज बीन एडवांसिंग बिफोर मी and so i've always gotten like a perspective like he's always if i'm in 8th grade he's probably just graduated high school so <laughs> he's i'm entering high school and he's graduated high school i'm entering college and he's just graduated college you know so i've kind of like gotten to see that life through him um so you know that's on me like i i could like absorb as much as i could just looking at him that's that's the first bit and the second is like i would just get first hand like advice from him which is invaluable and i think we have a very uh, we have a very nice very very interesting relationship like we're pretty like we're always very like no nonsense like just to the point like we don't um, try to like flatter each other or like uh, just like we're very straight up and uh, we 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 help each other a lot but we're we're very mindful of like what the other person is like and um, we i'm crossing for the correct words here but um Would you say that like you have like your own language? Like Yeah, that's th- yeah, it's like we understand what we mean, what the other person means, you know? We don't have to like use the correct words all the time. Um we understand that very well. And uh, yeah, I think I respect him a lot. Um I would I, I don't like what I mean is like I I wouldn't say that to him personally like it, like he knows that and like I know that and um if I if there's anything I need advice in like real advice with my comes to life or work or school or whatever like his advice is like the most valuable to me um i think i value what he says a lot just cuz like he has so much firstly he has a lot of experience but he also knows so much about me he knows um a lot about m- my past me um where i'm coming from like he he knows everything right like like my parents they know about me but they don't know a lot about my life in america or my life in college um because they haven't experienced it but my brother he knows about me he knows all about my childhood he knows about my family my culture and he has a better sense than most people about what my life in america is like right so i think he knows the most about me um and that's why like uh, and he's obviously very well intentioned that's why i feel like that's one big reason why i respect him and i value him uh, so in some ways it's like you share the most i share the most and and the beauty of that is like like so me and you right like i'm friends with you and like i like to be with you and i hang out with you and, and probably you do the same with me and and that's why i i make an initiative to like know you more right yeah. but with my brother it was like like we just we grew, we grew together right like we didn't have a choice yeah. so he didn't have a choice but to know everything about me and i didn't have a choice but to know everything about him and um, yeah so like it's just like we always on a lot about each other and that's how it is and and, and thankfully it's been for the night like for the better like we we enjoy being with each other and knowing everything about each other what's one of the happiest moments that you can remember with him i think um one <laughs> i i think uh moments yeah, that that's a so i i i i pick a couple because I'm not in for so long, you know. Uh so 
one would be uh, it's just a, it's i like that you use the word moment you know uh, people would be people would talk about like memory and uh, and incident but those are those are harder to get moments are nicer because you feel those moments right and i think as a kid like uh, we would fight a lot and like i'm talking when i'm, when I'm talking about a kid like i'm talking about like me being like maybe like 8 9 years old right around that time 9 8 9 we would fight a lot we'd um, like he would how, how old was he then he's 5 5 years older than me so like 13 maybe 14 uh, 12 13 years old so yeah we we would fight a lot he would you know like do the usual like the older sibling being be the older older sibling like he tried to like trouble me like prob like just like irritate me like i don't know like not fight him with him i'd probably complain to my parents a lot about how like my brother is troubling me and it is like i feel like it came to a point where my parents were just like okay like you know like we're not dealing with this like you guys figure it out on your own and so i feel like we would actually really enjoy the fight like you know we would we would fight with each other <laughs> but uh it would be like it was like a pattern like we would fight um and then we would make up right and like we would sit down and like watch tv together or like just like if 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 like there was there were these couple things like my mom used to make i think uh, there was this one dessert that she made which we used to really like and so we would fight about like who gets the bigger helping and like stuff like that you know um and so i feel like the whole idea of like just fighting and then making up and then just sitting down and like eating together and watching tv together or something like that like just those moments that was like really fun like because we we knew like even when we were fighting that okay we're probably going to fight for the next 30 minutes and then we're going to sit down together and eat and like or like do our thing you know so those moments of like just coming together and sitting together was it, it was it was nice it was it was like it felt comfortable um and i think fast forward to like this last summer uh, i actually like in the last couple of years i've been i've, I've visited him in new york a f- good number of times like maybe a couple times this last summer i was also in new york um so i think uh, most of these times when i'm in new york we in the evenings uh, we would just like get together and you know make indian food like he's a good cook so we would make like home home food like what what a good indian home home dinner would be we make that and sit down and like just you know catch up about like family stuff like just like the family drama what's what's happening right now like um you know like watch some of the soaps serials like hindi serials that we would watch and uh yeah just cook nice food and talk sometimes my mom would call so we'd put her on speaker and like so it just it's one thing to like be in portland and talk to him on the phone but like just like getting back with him and like like i said you know like the memory of like just us getting together and sitting down and eating and watching television together like doing that like 10 years later in a foreign city in a huge city like new york where there's so many other people like when you go down on the streets you're like wow there are so many people i don't know anybody there like i'm so lost but still having somebody like so close in that big city uh, where you're still like sitting down and like sharing a meal and like just catching up like old times So those those moments like make me feel like they they make me reel back to like 10 years and yeah I think that's that's special like just when we get together and when you think back what's one of the worst fights you ever had with him yeah or was there ever a time where you just didn't get along something happened that came between you two? yeah we've had, we've had many many fights like we've had a lot of fights right um but 
I mean, we've all we've always known that none of them are like super long lasting. We've always mm-hmm. known that. Uh, like you said, it's kind of like a fun, almost fun, <laughs> like almost fun. But also, we I feel like that's something my parents have done a good job with. Is like to my my father, right? He doesn't get along super well with his siblings at this point. Like they're not in great terms. So I feel like my parents, my brother, and me, like we've always had this thing, like like we're in it for the long term. You know, like we're always like. You see the big picture. Yeah, the family. I mean, yes, like the the big picture has been very clear to us, and the way we've always looked at it is like, you can do all the shit you want to do, you can fight, but like we all know that we have to deal with it, like because each of us are there in the in the bigger scheme of things. Tell me about a time you did something unexpected. I guess this is a this is probably a good question for somebody who knows me. <laughs> like they would be able to tell if my actions were expected or not. Um, but um, I guess uh, so. When I was studying abroad in Budapest, let's see. Yeah, I think I went to I went on this trip to Croatia. Uh, I was in Budapest, and it was like school. Uh, it was like during the semester, during the academic semester, so it was spring semester. Um, and I went on this trip to Croatia. It was like a very, um, like, very on the spot sort of a trip. Like we just, um, my friend and I, like Millie, like I'd, I'd known her for like less than two weeks, and. Uh, we were just talking. Yeah, like Croatia sounds sounds so cool. Like it's we've heard it's really pretty and nice, and it's not that expensive. And uh, she had some like some sort of like membership, club membership, which would um, which was giving us like discount on this resort in Croatia, which sounded like a really good deal because it was a top notch resort. And so we were like, damn, this sounds like such a good option. So like, let's just let's just go. And she was like, okay, sure. And then we went. Um, and the interesting thing is, like, from Budapest to Croatia, they have flights because Croatia is like at the tip of the uh, of the mainland. So, like, it's very close to the sea, and it's a very narrow stretch of land. So, it's very difficult for to get there by road. I mean, there are trains and buses. Buses are, but but they they're like they're like two days. It's like, it'll take you a long time to get there. And it's also a very popular tourist destination. So, flights are super expensive. Um, so for us to get there, it would have been very expensive. So we decided that we'll just take the train, and the train was—I think it was like 20, 20 hour long journey. And we're like, okay, sure, like we'll we'll figure it out. We'll sleep in the train or something like that. And then when we go there, we realize that we have to switch trains. Like we had to switch trains thrice, and uh, we were in some like middle of nowhere, like rural Budapest, uh, uh, Hungary, and. Um, then the second time was like rural, like Poland somewhere, like, and there's nobody inside, and like you just have these like really old Eastern Europeans sitting in bars, drinking, <laughs> looking at us because she's 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 American Chinese and I'm Indian, so like we were like they, they looked at us as if like we come from Mars or something, like, they didn't know who we were, and just like making and you couldn't even sleep because you we were always like a little like uh, cautious, um, and me being a vegetarian, like I had I got nothing to eat, like Eastern Europeans love their meat. 
so it was like oh yeah it was it was a really, really interesting and fun experience like i definitely it was definitely un- unexpected um and yeah it was we had we had a good time though. we had a really good time it was just the two of us we were in croatia for like three days it was really pretty um the resort was really fun really nice like really luxurious um yeah but the, I, i remember the the journey from budapest to, to uh, what, what was that city again uh, zagreb zagreb in croatia that's the capital um that was like a 25 hour 20 24 hour journey in the trains uh, which is a very very interesting experience there's more to this story a lot more as there often is with stories in a few weeks you'll get to hear all about it in a part two of the same interview But between now and then, every two weeks, you'll hear a different story, a different person. You'll hear stories about struggle, about what it's like to grow up with the same group of people your whole life and then be thrust into a completely new environment, to struggle to say the things that you want to say, to not even know what to say or who you are. That's what The Human Project is all about, the stories that make up the story of us. This is a bi-weekly, completely independent project, conceived of, produced by, and hosted by myself, Pedro da Silva. If you enjoyed what you heard, and you think you might enjoy what you hear in the future, make sure to leave a five-star rating, because other people might like it too. You can leave a rating right here on iTunes or wherever you're listening, and then just subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you next time. You've got a friend in me. When the road looks rougher and in your miles and miles from your warm bed, you just remember what your old pal said. Yeah, you got a friend in me. Yeah, you got a friend in me.